Welcome back, Kamikaze. Here we are. Episode six. Episode six. Six. Episode six. Oh, you're in for that's a real a, treat tonight, friends. That's a great lead-in. Because what are we talking tonight? We're talking about growing up on the farm. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't lead-in at all. It's just yeah, I didn't get it. Lessons from growing up on a farm. So. Those two of you listening to this podcast who don't know us. It was three last week. Thank you. So, well, we lost one. (laughs) Probably too much Bailey in the last episode. Oh. Oh. So those of you that don't know us. uh, Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Bailey. So we both grew up on uh, farms. Uh, What do you call them? Animal farms is a better word. Livestock farms. Livestock, yeah. Um, in Iowa, we didn't know each other until we were 20 or whatever, but yeah, we grew up literally like 10 miles away from each other. Yeah. Competing schools. Wasn't much competition. You probably saw me on all the courts, probably drooling over me, but here we are. Yes. Yes. Anyway, we thought tonight, uh, I feel like a lot of our background growing up on those farms have really shaped us into who we are. And so it's kind of weird to not talk about it. So we're going to kind of just give a little down and dirty on growing up in the farms. I'll share a few of my favorite stories and lessons learned from both of us and call it a night. Let's do it. Go ahead. Start us off. Okay. So, well, what was the question that you just asked me? I don't remember what was the question. Did you write it down? Oh my gosh. That we're starting with that one? Wow. We start deep, babe. Bailey. We like it deep in this house. Bailey, you're on going to farm. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? Go ahead. No, apparently not. <laughs> well, sometimes. What was hard? <laughs> growing up on a farm. What was hard about going deep? No, growing up on a farm. Oh. Um, so I think the biggest thing that stands out, and God hope my dad never listens to this, for lots of reasons, but it was, my parents got divorced when I was five. And so it was my dad, my sister and I, every other night we went from my mom's house to my dad's house. So from city to farm every single off. day, Whew. we didn't know any different. It was great. We got I to see suppose. every parent every day. Um, and so my sister and I were like 20 months apart. She's older than me. I'm the younger sister. Still old. Wow. And so she really enjoyed the farm life and doing all the work and the animals and the plants and all that. She still loves all that. She actually is back on the farm doing all that. And it just wasn't my thing. I was super into sports and friends. And that was really hard for me because my sister and I were the farm helpers. And my dad at one point had the largest, um, sheep farm in the country so it wasn't just a small operation and so he needed our help and I mean he paid us well and all the things but I didn't want to be there and so it strained our relationship for a lot of years in fact I would say it probably probably had a strained relationship maybe until you came in the picture (laughs) 
honestly, um, I think that's when I started kind of getting myself together and we'll talk about the lessons learned and things I was thankful for, but you know, early morning alarms, super physical work. Mm -hmm. He got frustrated when things weren't going right. Like I do now as a parent, it just strained our relationship. And so that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because my sister loved it and I didn't. So then it looked like, you know, I was the real jerk of the family. What about you? Uh, I guess I was thinking this is a different route to like what was hard. Like it was just hard to work. So I was on a hog farm and, you know, everybody thinks fat hogs, but those things are lean and they're very smart and massive. Yeah. I mean, 300 pound hog, it's a big animal. So like cat over here. Uh, but like we, we had finishing buildings, so they're inside, but it's like a 18 inch alleyway. They have to get them down, which they usually they walk even fit in that. Yeah. But that was the thing. We had one that was like too narrow. So like it was only once so then left. They got stuck beside each other. You had to like battle them. Then we had another building or a little wider. Well, then they could go two together, but then they could also turn around. So now their snouts at you. And like, I remember that was fun sometimes. Just like being the strong get one. Bit? Oh, they bite all the time. But they really? don't have teeth. So. They don't? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have teeth. You break them off. Oh, we didn't. They came that way. Mm-hmm. So. How do they eat without teeth? Oh, they, they, I guess I don't really know that answer. They had teeth. They they had some teeth, but I know they pulled some teeth when they're babies. Maybe those like canine looking ones. Probably. I don't know. But they still bit and they have a lot of pressure in that bite. But. No, thank you. That was fine. Sheep did not bite. Okay. But yeah, it was just hard work because those animals are strong and had to come out the door. And as soon as they see light, like they did not want to go out that door. So let's battle them up there and then taking care of the hogs. Like summer, we were baling hay or straw, depending on where we were at, which it's the hottest days of the year. It's dirty work, throwing bales around. So humid. Everything sticks to you. You're an itchy mess. You have rashes like crazy. Yeah. God bless. I remember thinking I was hot stuff though, because like I I was finally big enough to pick up the bales and Kevin's over there, one bale in each hand, throwing them up like six high. And I'm like, son of a bitch, how do you do that? But that was tough. We weren't a man yet. And then uh when we first moved out there, we had livestock outside. So like during the winter, you gotta keep them warm, fed, water. Yeah. So it's just and a lot of hard work. Hard our labor. winters were lambing. So the moms were having their babies in the winter. Mm-hmm. So my dad was up literally like every three hours through the night, yeah. 30 below. Lord have mercy. Anyway. Okay. So that was hard. Uh, maybe we should interject a funny story. Do you have one or do you want me to tell one? You can go first. I just remember we used to go to my grandparents' house. It seemed like every Sunday as a kid, it probably wasn't that frequently. But I remember a few Sundays we'd come home, drive down the gravel road, we look out and there's pigs walking around our yard. Like, what the hell? They got out again. So we get out, then we have to try and get them back in their pens. That's when they're outside. Man, that was every time I remember just maybe there's another hog. No, it was it was. It was fun to try and get those, get the four-wheeler out and see if we could find them all. And good times. I love you. Um it's good to hear. Yeah. I'm What's nervous. a funny one for well, you? I'm nervous to tell it. I just don't want this to cause any backlash. What's well, a farm? Okay. So we had sheep and the sheep would have tails 
and balls and both would need to be removed because of health issues. So the tails, if they were left on, there would be poop and maggots and things. If the tails were off, then it would be clean. And the balls, they just, we didn't want them to be breeding right. boys. So anyway, in our farm, to remove those, we would put rubber bands on balls and i mean like a rubber band that literally you can't see a hole through it's that tight special little like pliers it's yep to cut off the blood circulation and these poor little boys i mean it would like tear my heart up them but 30 years later i apparently think it's funny you would put it on and they would just fall over like one step and fall over as if they were literally dead and it would take them a hot minute to like pull themselves together and be able to walk away and it really did break my heart then but now it cracks me up because i don't know we talk about you cutting your balls all the time i guess i don't know just bammy baby yeah no i remember they came to us already done done tails clipped and teeth removed and that was a big part because they will eat each other's tails so it sounds bad to get their tails off but can you imagine them just walking around? And then once they start picking on one, they all pick on it until they can kill it. So you like, let's, we're always going through the, sh- the hogs. If you can see the ones getting picked on, you got to get it out of the pen because they're going to keep going until they kill it. Oh, so wrong. So we're telling funny stories. Well, I'm just saying you're worried about telling that story, but it's for the health and safety of the hogs too. Okay. <laughs> that was funny. No, that was not. All right. What's the next subject? Okay. Then? Uh, top three lessons learned from life in the farm. Can we start? Yeah, start with one. For sure. And you'll probably agree it's lesson number one for you, work ethic. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is just nothing, nothing like growing up on a farm. You're up early. You work in rain, snow, cold. You work through the summer. You work through the winter. Sometimes we would take vacation. I don't really know what we did then. I suppose my grandpa helped out then. Um, But vacations were timed around the easiest times to leave and all the things. So I think while it made me crazy and, you know, resentful of living on a farm because none of my other friends really did. Um, it absolutely taught me work ethic. And along with that, I'm going to make this like a one, two punch, Mm. like being true to my word. Like if my dad told somebody that he would have X, Y, Z done, it was done. And that was totally expected of us. Um, which is funny. We're talking to kids tonight about teaching them how to shake hands, right? Like I remember my dad teaching me how to shake hands. Like you'll, you know, you'll squeeze your hand, you're firm. Like it is like a sign of like your commitment. You'll do what you'll say or do like, so definitely work ethic. And I mean, we joke about it being what's helped us to have an amazing business that we run from home, but it is absolutely the thing yeah. that helped us get to the top of our company. I mean, we were relentless in those first few years and we still work really hard, but especially in those first few years, we sacrificed so much yep. to just keep working head down, get the things done. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Work ethic. And I was going to go back and ask you. So that was the hardest part was being on the farm because well, I'm not done with all three lessons. Do you want to finish those first? Uh, no. Okay. But being work ethic and 
how that you use that now. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about if you could go back, like knowing what you know now and redoing the farm? Like, yeah, I would do it with like a happy heart. Like we tell our kids probably do it all harder. The time. Like, which is crazy to say, because it wasn't easy. We almost oh, do it but harder. Oh, asked many things. My dad would for sure say that. He would. Anyway. God, we should have had him. That'd have been funny Ooh, to call him late. in. We need to think of an episode we can call him in. Oh, yeah. He's a damn hoop. Um, yeah, I definitely would have just been more gracious, more thankful, happy heart, less complaining. But, I mean, those things come with maturity. I don't think a lot of kids. Yeah. So yeah, work ethic was top. Since you you already did kind of number two, should I go number two? No, go ahead. You can do number two. I would say number two, which is, it's kind of funny to say, but it's like finances. Mm -hmm. So I took like zero finance classes in high school, which Which, I don't understand how that's even possible. Did you ever go back if anybody answered our poll thing from last week? Oh, I haven't yet. This week's poll, or if you're on YouTube, just put in the comments, or if you know, you're on Facebook and you see this, put in the comments. We were just talking yesterday about we need a good financial curriculum, mm-hmm. financial finance curriculum finance for our kids a couple of years out. So if you homeschool or you've done it on top of, you know, public school, when your kids come home, like, let us know. Um, the Dave Ramsey I've heard about is decent, We've but done we want one of those like uh, for young kids, the one. elementary age one. Yeah. yeah. But we would love to know kind of like a junior high, high school money one. Yeah. Um, that would be great. So like, I never saw my parents' books, but you know, I'm, I can hear and in farming, there's good times and there's bad times. Mm. Uh, so there's been some good years and people are like, Oh my gosh, farmers make so much money. Well, where are those people when it's the bad years? You and know, where are they those... when they're buying $300,000 equipment to plant their fields? Yeah. Like it's just not, so they have the good years, but what you don't realize, like when you work at a nine to five job, you get paid every single day. So you know what your paycheck's going to be every month, every year. You might so it's get almost raises, like whatever. the power of saving that they tell you. Yeah, because you might Cleaning have a great year, but you might have three bad years in a row where you need to have that good year cover you that entire time. Like, man. Interesting. Yeah. My dad definitely taught me money, but not so much. Well, that's the thing. Like, I never saw related. the books. I don't need to see the books. It's just like you pick up on that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, with that kind of goes my number two delayed gratification. So obviously with animals, you are working, 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 bottle feeding. If their moms won't feed them, you know, all the things, all the months to finally get to the day that you sell them to get paid. And so, um, I do think that was, and that is something I think with our kids that we're not so great at, we're getting better trying um but that definitely was a really great lesson i mean even just back to our business right and having kids both of those were definitely not immediate satisfaction and so that was really good to have had that yeah all right number three for you number three um well you kind of just burst my bubble how many go saving my dad so he did it kind of funny which actually turned out really well for us is he gave us certain sheep when they had babies, those stayed ours and we got to sell them. When those babies had babies, those stayed ours. And so uh, I don't think he actually charges any expenses, but we got to actually save for our college using different sheep. Um, and I remember one year I got this badass, excuse me, huge, amazing sheep, literally for my Christmas hey, present. Hey, you want to come check out my sweet Camaro? Hey, you want to come check out my sweet 
Sheep. Sheep. I can't even it's say that. Uh, literally, I can still see it in the barn perfectly. A big old red bow as one of my Christmas gifts. And like, what an incredible investment that was for me that, you know, I didn't have a clue then, but definitely saving my dad. We knew how much was in our stocks and the bank and all the things. So, yeah. and we pretty much, you know, like he would make us save and spend on things unless, <laughs> unless it was for bras. Then all we had to do was literally say, so he's a single dad, right? My mom has every other night and he has every other night to two girls. And all we had to do was say that we needed a bra or God forbid the word tampons. Sweet Jesus. Here and he would throw us cash like he was on fire and we would just get to go take care of our needs because he wanted nothing to do with it. I even remember as a kid, this is totally off subject, but Von Maurer, which is like one of yeah. our like nicer clothing stores where like they actually had people that would help you, you know, I can picture it. He would sit in the chair off to the side of the girls, little girls clothing section. And these ladies would just bring us outfits and help us <laughs> we'd pay the bill and off we go because, uh, you know, he doesn't like clothes anyway, uh-uh. well, knowing how to help two girls. So, uh-uh. um, yeah, it was, a- what about you? Third uh, lesson? So we've kind of covered everything I was going to cover. Yeah. But uh, I would say resourcefulness. Mm. Especially with your stepdad. Yeah, Kevin, he is oh. very resourceful. He could take a zip tie and make a planter box if he needed to. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, he. we had a lot of equipment. And I didn't know any different. But, like, looking back now, it was definitely older equipment. But something to break, Kevin just welded up. But that's not even, like, the main thing. Like, uh the hogs so we have the hogs but then we also have a shit ton of manure get it like a ton of manure but that just goes right on the fields because that helps the crops grow the next year it saves you money on pnk so it's just resourcefulness using everything you can to get the best thing you can out of it yeah so kind of wrap this up i would say one of the things that we've realized and you know since we've been married is how important that life was for us yeah. and so um when we are in Iowa for six months, our house is kind of on my family's farm. And so our kids have chickens and every day, one of them has, um, chores, tough to, chores to feed and water and get the eggs. Um, and most importantly, I would say is that sometimes they help Kevin, but they help my dad whose farmland were around a lot. So whether it's, planting season or planting harvest. Or harvest or putting yeah. wheels gone wheels what are you talking about on the tractor just call the wheel duels yeah which is technically a wheel yeah okay clearly i was not around to learn all the things um they're just really our boys especially kindly not so much but they really just love love being with papa they love doing the farm stuff and we love kicking them out the door to do it yeah they're in the hops a lot too oh yeah they help my sister she grows hops right next to our house so they I don't know what all they do out there, pull weeds and all the things. So we definitely try to get them some of those experiences. Not quite the same, but um, it's pretty good. And then here in Florida, Lakin, he's really the only one that's working hard, but maybe we should. He has a goal though too. Yeah. He rakes six of our neighbor's yards every week. Oh yeah. If you're on YouTube, this week's edition is his business card for Lakin Rakin. (laughs) keep the part clean so anyway we um yeah we're so thankful for all the 
crap our parents put us through. Yeah, thank you, Mom, Kevin, Rusty, everybody that. Way to go, Pops. Everybody that pushed us on the farm. It sucked at the time. Now it's probably a little dickhead a lot of times because I, I didn't want to get up at three in the morning to load hogs. Oh, we didn't have to do that early. I will say, if you are listening to this and you live Midwest-ish at all and you're like, gosh, like I wish my kids had that work ethic, all you have to do, I didn't do it, but I feel like this is a good answer, is sign them up to Detassel, which there's 108 different companies that do it, yeah. and they will get like three weeks, three weeks? Depends on the season. Yeah, something like that probably. Of the hardest work in terrible conditions they'll be safe but they suck of just nose to the grindstone don't let them quit because they all want to but just man those three weeks can teach work ethic like crazy yeah it's funny you say that because i actually love detesting what the hell was i was good at it i could fly through the fields it was was pretty good money yeah it was sharp well that's the thing so you start in the morning it's in the middle of summer because that's when the corn is tesling so then they start early morning so that way they can kind of beat the heat. Well, early morning, summer, corn growing a lot, ton of humidity. So the corn is just wet. Sharp. I never had issues with the sharp corn, but it is sharp. But it's wet. So like you go out there in the morning, you'd go out with, oh, I had my hog boots and stuff. So that was a great part of being the farm. But I had my boots that go over my shoes. And then I had a whole rain suit on. So pants and a coat. So the water just dripped off. I me. bet you were so sexy. Because then if you didn't have that, you'd be soaked. So then as soon as the sun came out and it was hot, you just reeked and it was hot and humid. I never had those issues. My parents hooked go. me up. Get yourself in. Get your kids into detasseling. And if you ever want to visit the farm, I'm sure we could set some stuff up if you're around our area. We got animals out there still. Lots of hogs. Not as many sheep. But we still have those now out there. Oh, she's regrowing her right not as many as your dad had but nope. she's got she's getting them i don't know awesome well i think we're good for this week yeah growing up on a farm sucked at the time i wish i'd appreciate it more but i definitely appreciate that crap out of it right now it's good times thank a farmer absolutely america needs farmers go hawks <laughs> kamikaze's out kamikaze's out kamikaze parents with my empire